All right, race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega, no race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome you to the Rowdy Maglite Show. And our guest today is AJ Flock. Welcome, AJ. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Thanks, AJ. So, uh, man, you got a busy weekend with the 4th of July coming up, and you have been busy this year and, and stacking up a few wins this way. Yeah, yeah, we've done we've done all right, especially out in western Pennsylvania here. Uh, this entire weekend coming up, Port Royal, ceilings grow, Port Royal again, a lot of, lot of money on the line, totally different competition levels. So just going to do what we can to go out and compete. What, uh, I mean, you pretty much stacked up at Port Royal. What's your feelings of, of that track? I, I hadn't been there. It's on my bucket list, AJ, and I'm looking forward to getting there. What, what's your thoughts on Port Royal? Uh, I love the track. I think it's a phenomenal facility. It's uh, good to race on. Um, relatively clean out there as well. It uh, doesn't hurt tires too much. Um, very rarely does it ever lay rubber, but it's just, it's a very, very difficult track to race on. Uh, very slick up to a fence. Um, it, it's Over the past three years, it's really struggled to maintain any sort of moisture in it. So your starting position has become the utmost importance. Uh, putting down good qualifying laps. Um, and then some of the drivers there have just gotten uh, really, really good. And and you can see it by the finishes and who's always up front. And um, it's just, I know myself, along with uh, quite a few others, have yet to really figure out how to race that track uh, and set the car up for it when it gets real slick like that. So um, there's some of us that can come out and put a good run in every now and then. And uh, there's a few that, we just need to keep working on our cars. That's all there is to it. AJ, how'd you fall in love with sprints and dirt racing? Uh, just my family's been involved in it. Um, my grandfather raced uh, when I, well, he passed away when I was six months old, but he began racing back in the 50s and 60s and got my father into it, and I got involved in it. And um, I wasn't, I was more of a late model fan, fan growing up, but uh, as I got older, and we decided to move up from street stocks into a premier division, whether it was 410 sprints, big block modifieds, or late models, the sprint car was actually the most cost-effective route for us to go. Uh, so we ended up going sprint car racing, and I've, I've run a modified and a late model since then, and I, I could never go back to one of those. I have to be in a sprint car. It's just the, the thrill and the adrenaline rush in a 410 sprint is unmatched by any other car on dirt. Hi, AJ. You have Kyle here. Thanks for coming on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Uh, first question for you is, I, I know you've been, you've been busy with, with work and racing. Um, you know, uh, how was Sharon Speedway the other night? I know you ran Wednesday night. Uh, how, did, how did your night go? And, uh, you know, what, you know, how was the track out there? <laughs> it, was, it was good until I stuffed it in the fence. Um, we qualified fifth overall out of 37 cars, which wasn't bad. Finished second in the heat race. Uh, so we made the pill draw. I started fifth, and I was running between fifth and seventh the whole time. And they had done some track prep before, and 
Um, apparently, they had laid clay down a week or two ago, and the track started to really rut up and peel off. And um, I must have just been set up way too tight, and my car was just so violent, much more violent than the guys I was racing with trying to get through the holes. And I ended up just catching a hole in turn one, uh, about lap 15 out of 30, and ended up just stuffing the fence. So um, not the first time I've done it, won't be the last time I've done it. But we worked uh, on the car last night with the crew and got everything fixed up, and we're already we're already ready to go racing again. So uh, it wasn't that it wasn't that much damage, and just learn from the mistake. And I probably just should have been more patient and kind of realized that I was putting myself at risk with the car I had at that time, and maybe just picked a different groove. That's all. Can you talk a little bit about uh, how Western PA Speed Week went? Um, I know you're from out there. Uh, I know Rowdy was mentioning you're Port Royal sometimes. So, uh, you know, how, how did that go for you? And, you know, what's it like running that, that portion of that schedule? Yeah, I mean, for all of us drivers out here in Western PA that are based in Western PA, it's one of the most fun weeks of the entire year for us. Um, it's tracks that we're all familiar with. We finally have home field advantage on some bigger races and, um, it's just something that we all look forward to. We can all make a couple bucks, hopefully, and uh, race clean and not destroy tires. So um, last year, we swept it. Uh, there's five nights scheduled. The first two rained out, and we swept the last three. So we got the first Speed Week title of my career, which was the 2022 Western PA Speed Week title. So we honestly had high expectations to come into this season. Now, uh, this year's weather was much better. I mean, we had beautiful 85-degree weather every single day. Um, we ran Knox on Wednesday, Pittsburgh on Thursday, Lernerville Friday, Sharon Saturday, and uh, Tri-City Sunday. Um, Knox was real rough, uh, so our main goal was just to survive and get out of there in one piece, which we did. We got eight, and then we were able to get the car turned around, and we actually won uh, Pittsburgh and Lernerville the next two nights. It then finished a strong third at Sharon, and we were able to keep Ryan Smith close enough to us that we were able to lock up the Speedway title uh, by finishing fourth at Tri-City on Sunday. So we got through all five nights. We had no DNFs, no mechanical failures, uh, top 10 every single race. So, I mean, it was, I mean, the wins helped us get uh, a little extra cushion in the Speedway title, but uh, I think we only ended up winning the Speedway title by maybe 14, 12 or 14 points. So it was only, I needed to keep Ryan within four or five spots of me. Can you talk a little bit about what your upcoming schedule is going to be like? Um, I know you do go to Port Royal sometimes. Um, you know, what's, what's, what's this, you know, are you racing this weekend and what are what the next few weeks looking like for you? Uh, yeah, I'll have to try to remember here. Um, I know this tomorrow. Well, tonight is the Boss Wingless Race at Lernerville, and we've been consistently attending that for quite a while. But uh, after the wreck on Wednesday, I just wanted to take one extra night off, make sure I could regroup properly. So we're not going to be attending that race tonight. But we'll be at Port Royal tomorrow for uh, another PA Speed Week show, um, the Greg Hodnick Classic. We almost won this race back in 2019 and cut a tire while leading with like eight to go. So that was one of the most heartbreaking losses of my career, but we always have more shots to try and get it done, and we'll see if we can do it this Saturday. Uh, I don't know what we'll do Sunday, whether we stay out there in Central PA for Speed Week or try and come back to race Knox, but honestly, I don't think the weather's going to be very 
uh, beneficial for anybody to race this weekend. And then Monday is the same exact boat. Uh, PA Speed Week ends back at Port Royal, which we would plan to attend to, but it kind of looks like a wash right now. Um, it's just the start of July. I mean, we got a heck of a lot of racing still to go. Uh, Lernerville still has half of their regular season, which will be there for Friday night. Sharon still has quite a few shows. Um, I'm really excited to get to uh, Sharon next Saturday for the Lublini Memorial. It's against the All-Stars. That's a race I've always wanted to win. Uh, the Don Martin Memorial at Lernerville is coming up. We have the High Limit Race later in September. Uh, the Tuscarora 50 at Port Royal. So there's a lot of really big races still that we can hit, uh, and a lot around home as well. Mercer has a 7,000 win show. Dry City still has quite a few regular Sunday night shows. So uh, <laughs> we've probably raced 20 to 30 times already this year, and we're not even halfway done. My last question for you is uh, talk a little bit about running against the PA Posse. Um, you know, some, some weekends, you know, they're on it. Uh, most of the time they, they win. I mean, what's it like running up against them? What's that competition like when you do run up against them? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's indescribable, honestly. Uh, they're some of the best drivers in the world. They've got some of the best crew chiefs in the world, and they've got some of the most backing in the world. So to go into their turf and try to beat them is almost impossible. And uh, I've been very fortunate that I've been able to do it twice at Port Royal. But honestly, we haven't come very close to doing it since 2020. So uh, it's just an extremely difficult task. And they just have so many connections and resources that um, it basically puts everybody else outside of the realm of possibility to, to compete, mainly just because they always have the latest and greatest technology, the most insight on what's happening in that area. And it just it just makes it extremely difficult for everybody outside to to go in there and go toe to toe with them. So um, we're very fortunate that we get to race against them. Uh, great drivers, they're extremely aggressive. Uh, a lot of the stuff we learn out there really makes us better when we get to come back home. So it's just all part of the process. And I think we can get back to the front out at Port Royal in the Central PA area, uh, but it's been a little bit more of a task than what I've wanted it to over the past few years. Hey Jay, let's talk about the guys. Uh, give a shout out to the guys back at the shop and at the track that helps you bring those checkered flags home. Yeah, I mean my my mother and father do a ton for me. They support me in every way they possibly can. My girlfriend Ashley's there at the races all the time. I need help, and uh, she's always washing race cars for me because that's absolutely my least favorite job in the world. So. Uh, my uncle Doug, he's a machinist. He's fantastic at what he does. He's saved us a ton of times down in the garage here. Uh, Joe Harris, Dave Ferguson, um, Ryan Lowe's, uh, Brian Keebler, just a ton of great guys that continue to dedicate their time to help me uh, succeed. None of these guys are paid. They're all just volunteers. They're all really good friends, and it's just an honor to be able to race against them. Even when we have bad nights, man, we still have a fun time. And what about the sponsors that helps you go around, AJ? Uh, we've got um, Ferguson Heating and Air Conditioning and Fence by Maintenance Service. Those two companies are out in our area here. They've been with us for quite a while. Uh, this upcoming Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we get to go out to the Central PA area. We can support Red Robin uh, Burgers, Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group. It's based out of that area, so that's going to be pretty cool to see those guys race in front of those fans and those employees again. Uh, but other than that, I mean, we've got 
Stanford's Glass Service, uh, Chernega Construction. He's been with us since we won our first Sprint Car title in 2015. We brought on Deepwell Services this year along with Worthington Industries uh, based out of Northern PA and uh, in Ohio for Worthington. So, I mean, it's just, it's been an extreme blessing um, just knowing that we can continue to compete, run up front, get these guys in victory lane their first year on a race car. And um, as we've continued to develop and race throughout the year, we've gotten to meet their employees, uh, bring them to the track, uh, wear their swag, and they've all seemed to have a pretty good time. So, uh I mean, it's it's a long process. Racing is an extremely difficult sport. There's a lot of people you need to continue to make happy and feel like they're involved. I think we're doing a pretty good job with that, and we still have half a season to go. AJ, hey, where can they follow you? Keep up with your season this year. Um, everything that I do on social media is typically going to have the username Complete Chaos Two. Uh, that's going to be Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can follow me for all my races that I get uploaded on YouTube. Uh, that's complete chaos as well. Um, we also have a Facebook page, ajflickracing.com. And then, we, well, yeah, that's that's the website, ajflickracing.com. And on there, you can also find a gear page that has all of our updated merchandise. We've got some new shirts coming in, some special stuff that we got made up for Western PA Speed Week as well. So it's going to be exciting debuting all that and letting the fans get their hands on the new stuff. AJ, man, have a great 4th of July, and we surely appreciate you taking time with us today. Yeah, this was awesome, guys. I enjoyed the questions. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thanks, AJ. See you guys. See you, At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road that I realize I'm at the wrong track. 